I moved. To where? To seven blocks away. I live on your street now. You live on the street where I live? <laughs> yeah, I do. Have you often walked down the street <laughs> I before? have often walked down the street at night. And I'll see you when the flowers bloom all over the place. Keep going. I don't know the rest of it. Oh, you don't know that much either. <laughs> wow. But yes, we did move. That is a horrible bastardization of a song from My Fair Lady. I know it's from My Fair Lady. Which, coincidentally, is what I'm about to start doing. <laughs> is My Fair Lady. In uh, three days. That's Three right. days from now, I begin work on uh, the musical My Fair Lady at the Main State Music Theater in Brunswick, Maine. Come see it. You should come see this. I'm sure it'll be brilliant. Yeah, we run for the next three weeks. I was in a musical theater class about yeah. 15 years ago, and the person who sang that song in my class was named Versal. Versal? Versal. Versal? Versal. What, what, what is that? I don't know. Versal? Nobody knew what that was. Oh, my his God. His name was Versal. Was that his whole name or just his first name? <laughs> you no, know, I don't remember his last name. Was he like a one-name wonder? He could, like well, Cher? He was certainly a wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Anyway, uh, wow. uh, this is going to be, we're going to be, I guess, quick, snappy, compact show. Yeah, this may not even be 30 minutes. Because we'll I see. don't even have time. I, I, I mean, I have time we, to edit. We have no time. Ryan doesn't have a computer available on which to edit the show. I don't have hours available in which to edit the show. So, so it's this, is a, be, this is a no-edit show. It's going to be short and snappy. This, this, is, uh, this is unplugged. This is Fill Me In Unplugged. <laughs> this is unplugged. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, announcements. Let's just well, jump right in. Should we, we do the music? Uh, let's, we have time for Jag and a Hank. How are we going to get it in there if we don't edit the show? You, oh. I think you have to sing Jag on a Hank. Would you sing it for us? Have you ever listened to Jag on a Hank? Ever? You know what? Have Everybody... you ever heard it? <laughs> Everybody has it as their ringtone. So at this moment. You have claimed how you love this piece of music so much, and yet you are incapable of singing anything remotely close. Do you know how insulting that is to me? I'm not very good. This is my most popular composition. I'm I'm telling you, I'm not very good as a musical interpreter. Your horrible rendition of On the Street Where You Live was vastly superior to your your unrecognizable interpretation of Jagger. What about Bump It Up It Boom Boom? What is this Chekahakachin? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing the song. Oh my god. Isn't that's that the bass line? No. <laughs> oh. Just because of that, I'm going to take time out of my busy day and edit this show to the point of actually including the proper jag on it. All right, good. And here it comes. Ah. I'm fuming. I'm still fuming at you. I am still fuming. I, I'm sorry. I don't Whatever. Know I'm announcing you. things now. Next week, we're not doing a show, partially because I'm fuming at Ryan, uh-huh. and partially because I'm not going to be available, because I'll be doing My Fair Lady in Maine. Tell us when that opens again. Uh, it opens on, uh, I, I don't know, it opens on a Wednesday. It's the whole, all, all of the instruments, it's going to be 2 June p.m. June 30th, if my math is correct. June 30th should be the opening night. It's going to be 2 Maybe p.m. Maybe June 31st. Two pianos. Is there a 31st in June? <laughs> no. January, February, March, April, May, June. No. Yeah, it's uh, it's the classic musical My Fair Lady by Lerner and Lowe. Uh, and uh, the instead of using an orchestra, we're doing it with two pianos. So it's going to be you and it's Eddie of Maine. It's me and my friend uh, Ed Reichert. Uh, we're going to be playing That was pianos. Eddie of Maine. Eddie of Maine? Eddie of Maine. Yeah, he's related to Tom's of Maine, the, the toothpaste manufacturer. <laughs> what, 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 uh, what does he make? What toiletries does he make? Eddie, he makes make? music. Oh, yeah, that's what he makes. So we're doing My Fair Lady. Uh, you know, it's directed by Charles Abbott. It stars Kate Fisher. I don't really know anybody else who's in it because I'm not there yet. No. 
but it's happening but you'll, soon. You'll keep us uh, apprised. So we'll be back on July sixth with uh, with the next episode, which will of... be only about a month and a week before Lollapazoola three. Yeah, or oh, the script has Lollapazoola two. Lala... Uh-huh. Let's a... explain Lollapazoola two, <laughs> shall we? So it's this event that happened last year. Uh, Lollapazoola three, the Great Pickle Giveaway. Yes. It's happening on August 14th. Which is a Saturday in August. All right, so it's going to be in Jackson Heights, Queens. You go to our website, bemoresmarter.com, click on the link for Lollapazoola 3. You can find out everything about it. Uh, It's on, uh, we say that, August 14th. It's like a whole day. It's $20 to do the whole thing. You get a bunch of puzzles, a bunch of friends, uh, a bunch of fun. It's terrific. And if you haven't signed up yet, it's certainly not too late to do so. We're going to have uh, an express division. We're going to have a local division. Yeah, that sort of means elite and normal is right. basically what that is. The express division is people who uh, have been either an A or B division uh, contested at the ACPT any time in the last three years. The local is for everybody else. Uh, last year at Lollapazoola, we gave people the option if they were in the local but wanted to be in the express that they could do so. And one person took June us up Pock, on June the squirrel of discord, uh, he did want to do that. So if you want to do that, you, find viewers. And he made it to the finals, did he not? June did not make it to the finals. No, he did not. Our finals, our express finals last year were Dan Fayer, Howard Barkin, and Francis Heaney. Oh, that's right. And Dan Fayer won last year. Big surprise. Well, you know, he's won the two major tournaments uh, so <laughs> <laughs> of 2000. No. Uh, then we're also going to have a pairs division. Yes, we're, that's new this year. We're going to do yes. this pairs division. And the way that works is both people have to pay $20 to enter, but you do get to work together. Uh, in solving, you don't get to do finals up on stage in no. front of people, but, but there, there will, will be, be a, there will yeah, be a prize. There will be a prize. And we had somebody uh, email us and say if this would be appropriate for her and her uh, son, who's in the seventh grade. And I think that's a brilliant idea. If you want to come and, and have the opportunity to solve with your with your with your kid, who you, who may not be worldly enough to solve a, sure. t- a puzzle on on his or her own, that's a fantastic idea. Now, I will say, as far as things like the breakfast test are concerned. Uh, there's a chance that there may be entries in some of the puzzles at Lollapazoola that might edge just a little bit racier than the New York Times. Possibly. But not to the extreme of things like The Onion. No. Or things like Brendan Emmett Quigley's puzzles. Uh, but but maybe just, this might be just a little bit more raciness. Yes. Perhaps. Perhaps. No foul language, nothing you don't see on the on television in the middle of the day, but... You know. But I think a 7th, 8th, ninth grader, I think... Absolutely. I think Absolutely. What 12-year-old doesn't like raciness? <laughs> Come on. I know I did. I certainly did. All right, moving on. I still do. Viewer mayo, opening it up. (laughs) I'm not allowed to lean in. I'm not allowed to lean back. I stayed, I kept my equilibrium, and I stayed. (laughs) You're also not allowed to touch. I can't touch. You can't touch your microphone. (laughs) Neville Fogarty says, last night I came into Manhattan to try out for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? How awesome is that? And Laura Radloff, who I sat next to in Lollapazoola 2, was there. Kind of rigged this, but still Lollapazoola bringing people together. Yeah, so I guess Neville met Laura Radloff at Lollapazoola too, and they have remained friends. I guess so. I suppose I'm not sure. Neville, what's going on here? Is there is there romance here? Love, exciting and new. What is that? Come aboard. We're expecting you and love. Life's sweetest reward. Love boat. Is this the love boat thing? Yes. Okay. It was hard to tell from your opening line. That's the right line. Your standard is to get about two-thirds of the lyrics wrong and 80% of the notes wrong. Those lyrics were correct. The notes, incorrect. 
Okay. The lyrics, 100% correct. All right. Yes. Are colorblind and tone deafness related? In me, they are. <laughs> <laughs> They're both related to you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Neville, I believe Neville made it to the next level. So I want to know more about what Neville. Uh, Neville I want to see going on Neville with... on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh Dan God, Fair absolutely. was on Jeopardy two weeks ago. Who was Dan Fair? No, he was. It was Dan Katz. Dan Katz was on Jeopardy. Jared Hirsch, I think, thought Dan Fair. Somebody thought Dan Fair was on Jeopardy. Dan Fair was not it. on Jeopardy. No, he was not. No, although Dan he Fair, would win. Uh, I probably Mike Nothnicka. Why hasn't Dan Fair been on Jeopardy? Exactly. Uh, our next viewer mail comes to us from Nicole Hirsch. Who has given herself a nickname? I'm not usually, in, uh, you know, in favor of people who give themselves nicknames, but I like Nicole's. It's Nicole Hirsch, something Jared, something numbers. <laughs> I like that. Uh, she says, "I'm currently in the waiting room of an otolaryngologist. I was filling in the papers and immediately thought of you guys. Now I know how to pronounce it. Wonderful, otolaryngologist. Otolaryngologist. You know, I have to say, Nicole has credited us for her knowledge of pronouncing this word properly. We have to credit Amy Ronaldo." Because it's Amy Ronaldo or Ronjakot who uh, who corrected our misdeeds. It's not Arangikot, is it? Arangikot. Amy Ronaldo, Arangikot. <laughs> Arangikot. Yeah. Uh, and she, she's a medical examiner. Amy? Of... <laughs> I don't think so. Well, she examines medical texts. I think she's an editor of medical texts. Yeah, I think she, she edits examines, articles and journals. She examines and... them. Sort of. You know what I love at the otolaryngologist? That long Q-tip that they just stick in there and they rub it all around and it feels... Fantastic. In your ear. Okay. Have you, that's never happened to you? No. Nicole, I hope you're feeling better. Uh, moving on to Max the, Jew- <laughs> Max the Jewish Sailor. <laughs> Max is my oldest and dearest friend. I've known Max since uh, 1991. Wow. 1991 that's I've awesome. known Max. He's wow. in the Navy, and that's, yeah. that is why he is the Jewish Sailor. He is the Jew- That's why he's Jewish, or that's why he's a sailor? Uh, both. Okay. When he when he first joined the Navy... He wasn't Jewish and well, he wasn't a sailor. Everybody, when they first joined the Navy, the lowest rank, and this is going to sound like a, like a different joke I'm going for, but they're all seamen. All right? and this, But I'm not going for the obvious joke. The joke is, though, that his last name is Barrist. So they would call him Seaman Barrist? Seaman Barrist? Oh. It's not a joke, though. Yeah, sure. But that's what would... Okay, fine. Uh, Max says, Max the Jewish Sailor says, I'm in a graduate algorithms class at Johns Hopkins. He's in grad school. Yes. Uh, and we were discussing the fastest way to calculate an actor's Kevin Bacon number. Clearly Johns Hopkins, <laughs> a graduate school anybody can, can go to. And clearly this pertains to our show. In, <laughs> yes. In, in what way? Well, because we were talking about numbers and Perl scripts and algorithms. When? Earlier. Okay. Your KB number is one higher than the lowest KB number of an actor you've been in a film with. Okay. Kevin himself has a KB number of zero, and he's asking, what is my KB number? All right, Ryan, what is your KB number? I don't know number? exactly, but I was, you in don't the, know? I was in the Thomas Crown Affair. Okay, who else was in that? Uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Uh, Rene Russo. Yeah. Now, what are their KB numbers? I don't know. I haven't calculated know? this. You haven't? No. I, I was in The Natural. I was you in were. that movie, The Natural, which, by the way, was in a puzzle this week. It was. Uh, the Natural. Yeah, I was in that. that was Robert Redford was in that, and uh, Kim Basinger, and uh, and who that else? guy with the Wilford mustache. Wilford Brimley. Uh, yeah, Glenn Close, Barbara Hershey, uh, Robert Duvall. I like how, how, for some reason, you had a lot of trouble, then you hit <laughs> Wilford Brimley, and then the floodgates opened. The mustache was blocking my mental view of <laughs> the rest of the cast. It, you know, once I moved Wilford Brimley out of the way with his diabetes... <laughs> <laughs> then I was able to remember the rest of the movie. Very odd. Yeah. Very, all right. Very so strange. let's all calculate our own KB numbers. Yeah. Please write to us at rbxblog at gmail dot com and tell us your KB number. We had somebody explain to us there 
what their Perl script that they use for one of our past contests. Yeah. Still don't understand it. I really don't. I, I imagine I'd have to learn it to understand it. I guess it, so. To learn the language. But there's a lot of parentheses and yeah. variables. I learned basic. Pro, the programming language right. basic. I learned that I had a Commodore 64 back sure. in the 80s. So I learned basic and I learned how to like, you know, make words appear and do stuff. And uh, yeah, I wrote, I wrote like choose your own adventure type games uh-huh. in basic and a couple of like sports simulation games. And then my dad bought me logo. Uh huh. I never understood what the point of logo was. That another programming language? I don't know. What was it? I don't know. It drew pictures, I think, but I, I don't oh, know what you did with it. Oh, the I... cursor was called a turtle, I think. Oh, I. I Mike Nothing. Yeah, Mike Nothing. What, what, what was logo? What was that? Why? Explain. Why did Explain. I have that, and what should I have gotten out of it that clearly I didn't? And then I missed the rest of programming C, 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 B, <laughs> these were like my grades in computers <laughs> in college. Uh, so I don't know. Okay. Pearl? Meaningless to me. To completely. Where's the A? Also, where's yeah, the, where A? Is the A? P E R L? Huh? Where'd what? the A go? Our last viewer mail comes to us from David Blackwell, who uh, quotes my Sunday blog post where I referred to this show as a dinky little podcast. He says, dinky accurate. little podcast? It don't make no never mind. The show must go on. <laughs> End of story. Have the groupie babes fan your faces. We don't understand any of this. I'm starting to think that the, the groupie babes are supposed to be fanning our faces because it's really hot in here. Oh. And I had said in that blog post that we have to record the show in this very hot room because my air conditioner is broken. Oh, okay. Uh, and I think I referred to this show as a dinky little podcast because I was feeling cranky and uh, yeah, sort of self-curmudgeonly. It's not what I mean. No. Uh, all right. Now, David Blackwell, he also creates the crossword best and worst dress list. Is that that same guy? What? The Blackwell list? I don't know this list. The list. It comes out every year. The best and worst dress. The list. I don't know the list. The Blackwell list. Who are you, George Costanza? <laughs> what are you doing? Viewer mail. <laughs> Closing it up. I leaned in. Frankly, sung it in falsetto. What was that? I leant in. Viewer mail. <laughs> I was doing it in English. Uh, all right. So our next segment is The Oracle with Mike Nothnagel. Uh, he clarified something from last week. We, we got into a whole bunch of confusion over whether he is a Mike or a Michael and yes. who it is who calls him what. So he says, when I said that only a few people call me Michael, I meant to imply that everyone else calls me Mike as opposed to something like Fred or Elizabeth. Okay. Well, that certainly answers that. So it's Mike. Mike. Except We're all going to call you Mike. Except for the select few that yeah, call him Michael. I think his mother calls him Michael. His mother, his and podiatrist. Some, his podiatrist. And, and someone his grocer. else. Yes. And also Nicole Hirsch. Nicole Hirsch. All right. Somebody who, okay, people out there who play on our blog, what, what is this? What is this? What happened? Like a week or two ago, all of a sudden, Nicole Hirsch is the answer to every workbook question. Apparently. Why? Because she, apparently she's awesome and can, I'm can sure do she's all things. Awesome. I'm sure, but how did this happen? How did she turn into the answer th- to every question? I think we, I think it might be Bruce Sutton's fault. Okay. I, that sounds fine with me. I will blame Bruce Sutton. Not that it's bad. No, I'm going to blame him anyway because he said he's not coming to Lollapazoola three. So I feel safe. Oh, because he has some because he has like a baby, ridiculous or a vacation baby or, trip. You know, like some life going on. <laughs> I don't know. Our next uh, segment is Andrew Feist. 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 Uh, he did a puzzle suite of puzzles that cannot be understood. No, Andrew did this thing called the Ghost in the Machine. First of all. I have been called out, and I do have to explain myself. On the cover page of this puzzle suite, I am listed as a test solver. Here's what happened. Andrew asked me if I would test solve his puzzles, and I said yes. 
and then I promptly didn't. <laughs> so as a result, I think I'm listed as a test solver when actually I didn't do any of that. Well, at least you were prompt. Well, I was prompt in offering my services and then completely useless in providing them. Okay. So uh, instead, I'm actually solving his puzzle suite here, or I'm trying to. Uh, and I, I've, I've made some progress on a couple of them, and we're going to talk about them a little bit for those who have also joined in the fun. We've got uh, this one puzzle here. Uh, it's called The Ghost Who Came In From The Cold. I don't know why it's called that. Well, the spy who came from in, came in from the cold is a John Le Carré book. Oh, it is. Yes, John Le Carré was in the Sunday Puzzle this past week. Yeah, John Le Carré was. Oh, interesting. Look He's, at that. Yeah. Do you know my grandmother? My grandmother, Fancy Laffity. Sure. My grandmother, who was just awesome. She could like speak a hundred languages. She did crossword puzzles all the time. I'm sure she would love the fact that I was doing them now. Uh, sadly, she passed away 20 years ago, but nonetheless, uh, she was amazing. And she had this thing, I, I'm going to screw this up, and maybe XOP is going to tell me how I got this wrong, but I think that she had this thing that then she passed down to my mother that they called the Wizard of Oz thing. It was The, the, the point of it was, you mention something you've never heard of before, and then within 24 hours you hear about it again. Oh, okay. That was the whole point. I know I kind of stammered my no, way into explaining this. I know but what that is. for some reason, it had something to do with The Wizard of Oz, and I don't know why that's how it started. But now, to me, it's this John Le because I had never heard of him, and then I did the puzzle yesterday, and now we're talking about him again today. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I think that happens to everyone. I don't... I, you... But twice in 24 hours. Yeah, it's crazy. That's bizarre. Very. Well, anyhow... This... I saw a dead chicken on the side of the road today. Really? Yes. So perhaps I'll see another one... That's not really what this is about. Uh, yeah, it's similar, though. No, not it's really. similar. No. I think it's similar. You know what's more similar? Hmm. Your interpretation of On the Street Where You Live and the actual song <laughs> are more similar than this chicken business and my thing with my grandmother. Well, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> so the ghost who came in from the cold, we've got a, a bunch of uh, sort of triplets of clues here. Like, this trio is played by Tim Allen, a fan of Infinity, Ranger in a weird suit. That's okay. what it says. Uh, and what was the first one? Played by Tim Allen. Home Improvement. Well, Santa Claus. The, Santa think, Claus. I think the answer is Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Because a fan of Infinity, he he says to Infinity and Beyond. Yes. And uh, Ranger in a weird suit. He's a light ranger. Ah, Buzz Lightyear. The Space Ranger. Space Ranger. What kind of ranger is he? Uh, Mike Nothnagel. He's in Toy Story. Who's seen Toy Story three? I haven't. Yet. I haven't yet either. I don't know. I have to see it in two D. I have to find some other people to go with me and see it in two D. I'm going to go see it in three dimensionality. I don't like you. Anyway, so I've done this with all of these, and I've got uh, Buzz Lightyear, Don Quixote, Fluffy, Jumping Jack, Kumquat, and Xylophone. And then there's a bunch of letters of the alphabet, and if you cross them all off as you spell these different answers, you're left with the letters D-L-O-S-Y-I-I-T, which I think scramble out to spell solidity. Solidity. Which I don't know if it's a real word. Solidity. Is it a word? Sure. Sort of the, 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 the status of being solid? Sure. Solidity? Well, I mean, uh, the, the Like tangible objects possess solidity? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, that I think is what the answer to number three is. Solidity. All right. Solidity. Great. Number four uh, spells out school plays cause anger among the unwashed masses. Okay. I don't know what that means. School plays cause anger among the unwashed masses. Repeating it doesn't help. School plays <laughs> cause anger among the unwashed masses. Okay. You well, say unwashed. okay like you accept well, unwashed. Yeah. Unwashed would mean students, because students don't take showers. They don't? People, you know. What? People in the fifth grade, the fourth grade, they don't take showers. 
Moving on, there's a cryptic crossword. I didn't. That has something... Ew. Well, I take showers now. I hope so. Uh, the cryptic crossword has something to do with chess, and you move a knight around. I don't know what to do with this one, though. Um, basically, what I'm getting at here is that I've solved about half of these puzzles, but I don't know what to do with any of my answers. Okay. So I haven't figured out the meta. There is a meta. There's probably a meta. It probably has something to do with a ghost. I also want to ask Andrew, perhaps, or anybody, in number six, it looks like it's a cryptogram. It looks like it's a very long cryptogram, or maybe it's eight separate cryptograms. There's no room on my page to solve this cryptogram. And I find that very frustrating. Is that part of the puzzle? I would like to know. Okay. Somebody tell me if that's part of it. I'm sure somebody could. Thank you. Our next segment. The Contest of Then Then. Yeah. Jeremy Horwitz came up with an explanation of how he solved our contest of two weeks ago. The yeah, contest it was Foggy of Broom's then. contest about uh, the uh, seven-letter palindromic phrase within a ten-letter movie title. Remove those seven letters and the three leftovers are synonymous. synonymous with the first word of the movie title. More or less. Yeah, I said that really roundabout. But it was, but, and, and we, none of us could figure out who, how you could possibly figure it out. No. Uh, so Jeremy says, I noticed that... Oh, well, this isn't how he... Is this... Oh, no. The, yes. No. Yes. He said, I noticed that hey and hello are synonymous and share multiple initial letters. I also had hello, Dolly, on a list of candidate theme entries for incohate crossword idea years ago. So it was kind of brains and serendipity... Coming together, and that's how we solved it. That's really what this show is all about. Brains and serendipity. <laughs> Bringing brains and serendipity together. There you go. Yeah. Isn't uh, that sound, is, is that, is that, is that title of a zombie movie? Brains and serendipity? It's brains and serendipity. Well, there's sense and sensibility yeah. in zombies. Oh, so is this like that? Brains and serendipity? It's similar. Okay. It's similar. Now, on the, on the, on the spectrum of similarities... Yes. Where does this compare to, say, the relativity of your interpretation of On the Street Where You Live and the song itself, also your assess- assessment that the dead chicken in the road had anything to do with my grandmother? <laughs> I would say it's squarely in the middle. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> we agree. We do. We, we agree. agree. Let's Fantastic. agree to agree. All right. Uh, so that's how we solved it. And I know somebody else came up with... Uh, we, we just talked about the Pearl scripts. I think I think somebody else solved it using a Pearl script. Yeah, Alex Boisvert solved it with a Pearl script. Uh, but apparently Jeremy Horwitz did it without a Pearl script. Yes. Which is, you know what, Jeremy Horwitz, genius. He is a genius. Genius. And th- yet another math professor. He is. As is Andrew Feist. Feist. As is Mike Nothnagel. Feist. <laughs> everybody, everybody we've spoken about today is a math professor. Feist. 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 <laughs> uh, Nicole Hirsch. Feist. I think teaches math. Math. <laughs> you, you've been taking your interstellar dynamics a little bit too hard. It's way too warm in here, and it's I'm very becoming warm. dizzy. I you, played the circus today. You I, did. I had two circuses today. This was your last circus. It was today. my last day with the circus, yeah. The last circus. That's a book. That Isn't is a it? book. That's a book, I think. Uh, now, the contest of then. The contest of then uh, was a Peter Gordon puzzle. What famous person with a seven-letter full name uses just left-right symmetric letters, if written in all capitals? Uh, the answer was, of course, Mia Ham. Mia Ham. Mia Ham. And uh, appropriate, being that the World Cup is going on we, right now. And you'd think that we were, were aware of that, picking the, the you'd think, contest, and but yet, no. Totally random. Totally random. When are we going to see Vuvuzela in a crossword puzzle? Who is that? That is the name of the the horns, the the, the trumpets that everybody's making noise. Vuvuzela. 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 V u v u z e l a. What country are they from? I don't know, but they make a very very loud buzzing noise. Is it a? Is it a? I think it's what noise? all the people in the crowd are, are blowing all the time to be in favor of their team. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in order to be in favor of my team, I will now blow on this. Yeah, <laughs> um, I might be getting that wrong. 
You might be. I'm not sure. Somebody set me straight. What's going on? Please set <laughs> Brian straight. <laughs> I'm delirious. Uh, the winner is Dave Hanson. Dave Hanson. Dave Hanson. Are you the Dave Hanson who played for the Dodgers about seven or eight years ago? Wow. You had, I hope so. You hit. You. I think you. I believe you uh, set a record for most pinch hit home runs in a season with uh, seven or eight. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of pinch hit home runs. I know. My goodness. Congratulations, Dave I hope Dave you Hansen. are the same Dave so, Hansen. You know what? I, I I pray you are. Wow. Well, Dave Hansen, you are the proud new owner of Sit and Solve uh, Crossword Puzzles, uh, edited by Peter Gordon. Nice and easy. Uh, nice and easy Sit and Solve. And nice and easy, of course, refers to the puzzles. I believe so, not to Peter Gordon. <laughs> or not to whatever you're doing while you're sitting. <laughs> okay, then. Wow. Uh, we have no contest of now. Here's the contest of now. Wait a minute. We, we have no contest of now. We need more contests. That's true. You have two weeks to, to provide us with more Because we're not going to have a contest of now because we're not having a show next week. Right. So we decide not to have one. And we're running out of contests. And we're not smart enough to come up with them on our own. No. So we need more contests. We do. Uh, from everybody. A couple of you have sent us contests that we do have sort of in the, in the, in the, in the what do we the, have them the in? Queue. In the queue? I was going to say the quiche. <laughs> we the have quiche. them in the quiche. We do. We've put them in the quiche. Uh, they'll be baking up a blackberry pie. A blackberry pie? That's not a quiche. Wait. Blackberry pie is just what's pie. That, what's that rhyme with black? What birds are in the pie? Well, it's four and twenty blackbirds. Oh, blackbirds baked in a pie. Right, 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 right. When the pie was opened, because that's what you do with a pie is open it. <laughs> when the pie was opened, the birds began to sing. Something, 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 something about a king. <laughs> right? Do thank I have you, it? Thank you, Mother Goose. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, we we need more contests. We and, do, and from every we, we get contests from we a need everything. A group of a group of you. Well, let's branch out. Nicole Hirsch, write us a contest. Yeah, come on, Nicole. Uh, uh, who something else? Jared, something Numbers. Let's go. <laughs> let's have a contest. Uh, does Jeremy Horowitz send us a contest? No, Jeremy Horowitz. You're, Jeremy Horowitz, you're, you're a goddamn brilliant. genius. Send, send us, us a, contest. a contest. Has Andrew Feist? Yes. Send us another one. Yes. He has. But send us another Andrew one. Feist has actually already provided two contests. The first one had uh, multiple answers. And Andrew, I believe, All right, is now in atonement for the first contest, right. sent us a second one, which had only one answer. Um, but but we need more. Send us another one. Kevin Ashwood Smith, we haven't heard from you for a couple of weeks. Send us a contest. Man. I believe Kevin Ashwood Smith was in last week's episode singing me Happy Birthday. But you haven't sent us a contest. Speaking of music in episodes, we did hear a couple of responses to the fact that last week's episode ended not with Jag on a Hank, yes. but rather with the theme music from 321 Contact. Yes. Uh, some people were very opposed to this, and some people were very in we've favor We've done this, of this before. We have. It's not the first time we've done this. Episode 49 ended with Yakety Sax. Right. Just for whatever that's worth. And 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 we, we were talking about 321 Contact earlier in the show, so it wasn't... Like it just came now, out of I will say that usually if we talk about a song way earlier in the show, I might use that song as music to go with the Thunder Round yes. and then use Jag on a Hank at the end. But we didn't mention 3-2-1 Contact until the Thunder Round, so, so I had no choice but to save it for the end. We had no choice. Come we're on, not, it was 3-2-1 Contact for We're not trying around. to offend anybody. Wow. But we're going to end this episode with a Vuvuzela. <laughs> <laughs> Look! On the horizon! It's a Thunder God, and he's trying to demonstrate how in favor of the team he is in. <laughs> Monday, June 14th by Mark Feldman. Round trip ticket. Except it was all places you don't get a round trip right. ticket Highway for. to heaven. Bridge, bridge to, to nowhere. nowhere. Yeah. I read about this bridge to nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm not in favor of it. Vuvuzela! <laughs> Tuesday, June 15th by Jill Winslow making her New York Times debut. Congratulations, Jill. Yes. This was fun. This was a switch position. So you had a couple of theme entries that had on and had often in it. Uh, on again, off again is off on a tangent, yet on the off ramp. 
That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. It's a good I, Tuesday. It sounds like a fine Tuesday kind of a theme. And the switch positions are two different uh, meanings. That's true. Yes. Very Didn't good. They? Sort of. I guess not. No. Bubuzela! Wednesday, June 16th, by Joe Krozel Rhymes with Puzzle. This we had uh, terms that had an initial letter uh, paired together. What am I saying? I'm you all of a sudden. V8 T-Bird. R-rated B-movie. What am I doing? Do this hand motion every time. <laughs> this is because the uh, initial is email. here, the word is here. The initial, the word. V-neck t-shirts. V-neck t-shirts. This is odd to see Joe Crows arrived with Puzzle this early in the week. It was very odd, yes. and he's usually later in the week so that he can torment us with his Vuvuzela. <laughs> Vuvuzela! Uh, Thursday, June 17th. You do know you don't shout the word Vuvuzela. It's a, it's a trumpet. You, it makes a buzzing noise. Oh, I thought it meant go team. The word itself, I think it's the name of the of the instrument. Oh, I thought it meant go team. In no, it just, sort of, it just goes, it just makes this buzzing noise. Oh, I thought Vuvu meant go and Zayla was team. Okay. No? No, but okay. <laughs> For me, okay? Let's go ahead. Uh, Corey Rubin. Yeah. This was a rebus. This, uh, uh, in, in the middle of it. You had Beethoven's Ninth. Sing a little of Beethoven's Ninth. Uh, Beethoven's Ninth. Vuvuzela. Friday, June eighteenth, by Karen M. Tracy. My nemesis. This is. Come on, Karen. When are you going to make me a puzzle that actually has things I've heard of? When? 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 Feist. Feist. Uh, this was interesting to me because one across, the answer was Zeppelin. Yeah. But I put the answer of Zeppelin for 17 across, which is it can be, f- it is filled before a flight. Yeah. And I thought, oh, blimp. And sure, I, first Zeppelin I, is filled first before First I put flight, dirigible, yeah. but that, that didn't fit. fit. And then I put Zeppelin. I thought, oh, Zeppelin. And then it turns out Zeppelin was... See, now, maybe that would be an awesome puzzle. Can you clue Zeppelin in enough different ways <laughs> so that you can put it all over the grid? <laughs> I want a grid of nothing but Zeppelin. What would be the down? You, I mean, you had zzzz. That's Vuvuzela noise. What's <laughs> you have next? E. Yeah, that's like the sound of the person makes jumping off a building. Pa 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 pa. That's the sound somebody makes bouncing off a building. Is there another P? <laughs> yeah, there is. Pa 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 pa. More of the same sound. It's three down. Continue. Vuvuzela. It's your turn. Oh, oh, Saturday, June nineteenth, by Samuel A. Donaldson. Yeah, Samuel A. Donaldson, a very lovely man. Indeed. Uh, this was uh, it was a Saturday. It was a difficult Saturday. It was, but I found it solvable. I Primarily. found it almost solvable. Yeah. I had one wrong answer. Yeah. Because there was the, the mountain that was that straddles both uh, Asia and France. I can't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. But the it's answer K2. was K2. K2. But I had... Mount Woe. I had Mount Woe. Because <laughs> I, I had blank and then I had TWO. And yeah. I thought, oh, well, it's, it's, it's yeah, a mountain. So yeah. it's, and the down was some like skater's Russian, name. Russian yeah, skater. Some, so I thought like, Mount... Could be anything. Mount sure. Woe. Yeah, that makes sense. Mount Woe. I will say this puzzle, re one no. I, I don't approve. Rewind I don't approve. Not good. Sam Donaldson had one of these. What was it the last time? What was it? Unhat? Was he unhat? I don't think he was unhat. Who was he? Sam, what was the one you had the last time that I didn't like? <laughs> I'm I, sure he keeps hats and all of that. <laughs> Does he have a dry erase board in his office? Oh, Simmet hated this word. <laughs> marks it up there. I think, you know, it's one of those things where he has a great puzzle and you have to. Some things are not going to be great that are in it. Well, re one is definitely not great. It's also not a word, it's nonsense. I will not vuvuzela for re one. Well, I Vuvuzela from Mount Woe. Sunday, June 20th, by Todd Gross and Ashish Chonvangsathorn Vengsarkar. Ashish, where, why were you posing for... What, what, what was the event that you were posing for this picture? <laughs> On X-Word Info, everybody's little headshots. Ashish's picture I looks, mean, Ashish is it is a headshot. It's a great picture. Uh, what is the context and of that a, picture being there's taken? A back, there's a professional backdrop. 
you're dressed to the nines? Yeah, what's going what's on? What's going what, on? Was that like your senior portrait? Yeah. Ashish? <laughs> That's how he looked. That's how he looked when he graduated. Maybe. Could be. Maybe. We don't know. You didn't know him when he was a senior. I did not know. Did you? No, I did didn't. Did you? I didn't. Okay, then. I just, so in this puzzle, you took the titles of books I'd never read, and you switched two letters around, and well, you made a new title. Let's come up. Let's, let's talk about the 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 theme, the title. Uh, switching trade. positions. Oh, publishing switching positions. <laughs> publishing trade. Publishing trade. And yeah. and and it has two different meanings because it's about books, which is a publishing trade, and you're also trading two letters. Yes. What? It's true. Yes, it is. Okay. You know what? It's fine. You know what? It's if you, lovely. You, you could actually have that title as a theme match. It could be Publishing Tardy. Tarday. Tarday isn't a word, though. It's a Spanish word. That means light. Okay. Don't deny it. Yeah, but there's other English words you could scramble trade up into. It could be rated. It could no, be well, tread. No, but I mean, you're just switching two words. I'm keeping with the theme. All right. Could All be right. a, a, a turd. Yeah, yeah, it could be uttered. That's a word. Uh, tra- yeah, you tra- keep working on it. Trade. Dater, that's in there. Arted. I'm just scrambling it up into other things. Well, see, that's, but that's not the theme. No? No. I think it could be the theme. I think it could be a really good theme. I'm not saying it couldn't be a good theme. But Why don't I'm you sing a little jag it- on a Hank Forrest to fade us out? Would Wait, you? we didn't talk about the theme. Oh, we didn't. So let's uh, talk about the theme. I'll talk about the theme. You sing Jag on a Hank, because that's how we end the show. Is the voices fade out and the Jag on a Hank fades in. That's what happens. It's a cross fade. So in this theme, we took the name of uh, pre-existing books. We had uh, The Art of War and A Farewell to Arms. But in Art of War, the uh, the <laughs> 